from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to round two today here on August 12th year of our Lord 2021. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. And man, do we have an explosive show this morning and maybe an e- as uh, maybe an equally uh, explosive show tonight. A lot, a lot, a lot of information. A lot, okay? It's a lot. It's a lot of information for you to get. Um, so I really need you guys to be, you know, truly focused on this show. So thank you guys very much again. Yes, this is round two. We are live on social media and digital TV platforms. Roku and Fire Stick under LFA TV. Download the channel and watch all day long. And of course on Rumble and YouTube. And you can also watch on or listen on um, on iHeartRadio and many other podcast platforms. But go to JeremyHerald.com for all your live from American needs. I really, really can't... Uh, <clears throat> I really can't... Uh, stretch the show. I, mean, I got so much to put into to, to tonight's show. Um, I really got to stay focused, guys. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those. We I told you the other day, yesterday, it was the, going to be the beginning of a long fight. My question to you is: Are you tired? Are you tired of fighting? Are you tired of fighting over the last eighteen months, the last two years, the last four years with President Trump? You remember that movie, The Green Mile, with Tom Hanks? Where that guy, well, Michael Clark Duncan, was like, I'm tired, boss. Guess what? We're all tired. But where do we draw strength from? We draw strength from Almighty God. Make America godly again. That is who you and I draw our strength from. That is who you and I draw our energy from. That is who you and I draw our courage and our determination from is Almighty God. And it's a never, ever ending deep well of energy and love and determination. It's all right there for us to go to. That's where we got to go. That's where we got to go right now. We're all tired. None of us want to fight for this. I mean, none of us want to have to fight like this. But who's going to do it if we don't? Who is going to do it if we don't? God calls us all to be special. God calls us all for something very, very, very specific. And ladies and gentlemen, like it or not, here we are. Here we are. So if you're tired, reach down deep into that B-I-B-L-E. Ask for God to help you. Ask for God to restore you. Ask for God to restore your energy and to restore that fight. Because ladies and gentlemen, what you've seen over the last couple days with Mike Lindell is just a glimpse of the evil that's out there. Physical attacks. Digital attacks, people raiding homes of families when they know there's only four kids and a mom there, uh, raiding offices, uh, deleting hard drives, intimidation, um, uh, the, the list goes on and on and on and on, every which way possible. 40 million people in bots together tried to take down Mike's, like Mike Lindell's symposium. Kind of sounds like a lot for some, some, from some old you know, quackpot who's an ex-cokehead. Sounds like a lot of effort to take him down, doesn't it? Now is the time where we stand up. And I'm begging and pleading all of you to do exactly, exactly that. 
Somebody made a good point tonight. They said, we've been making excuses for years. It's time to stand up and start making some sacrifices. When I just watched that last part that, I'm, that I just quoted on, on uh, the symposium before I started the show, it almost brought tears to my eyes. Mike Lindell on stage can't even speak anymore. Put everything on the line for this just to get attacked all weekend long. Just to have to change course and be fluid every second of every day. He's trying to keep people safe. He's trying to keep people uh, healthy. He's trying to keep people away uh, out of harm's way. And he sat on that stage today, just a little bit ago. Just a little bit ago. And pleaded with Tucker Carlson. Pleaded with Ben Shapiro. Pleaded with Dan Bongino. Pleaded with Laura Ingram. Pleaded with Sean Hannity. He said, is your job more important than your country? Stand up. Don't worry about being fired. He said, we the people will prop you up. Just like we're doing with Mike Lindell's company ordering off of his stuff direct. Instead of going to big box stores. He said, we will help you. OAN will hire you. Newsmax will hire you. Somebody, we the people will hire you, but we need the people to stand up. Usually in the beginning of this show, I sit and I say hello to everybody, but I just, I, I, there's too much to, there's, there's too much right now that's going on and there's too much to fight for and we need to get this out there. Please do not be afraid anymore. Fear is the only thing that keeps us down. Who said it? There's nothing but fear. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. And if we have God, what are we fearing for? I'm wondering the same thing. I'm wondering why I'm not on all these platforms anymore, but all these people are. My wife even asked me, how is it that these people are still on these social media platforms? My record label, the guy I've been with for years, says to me, how is it that you were knocked off everything, but all of these other people stay? Why does Candace Owens stay on social media? Why is Dan Bongino stay on social media? How is T Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, why are they never banned? And I wondered the same thing because I love all of those people. I think they do a great job, but guess what? But guess what? Mike Lindell said it tonight. The reason why those people are still on social media is because they won't say the hard things. Because they will not say what needs to be said out of fear of losing their job, and I get it. It's not easy for everybody. All of us have to make sacrifices, but that lady was correct. We've been making excuses for far too long. It's time that we all stand up and start making some damn sacrifices. We should not be like this in this country. And this is why I do this. This is why I put myself and my family's uh, my, uh, safety at risk. This is why I do it. I feel the same exact way as Mike Lindell when he said that tonight. All of you people that still have these social media platforms, stand up right now tonight and say it. Stand up right now tonight and say it. How far do you want to see everything slip? And it isn't just because Biden is in there and Trump isn't, ladies and gentlemen. If Trump were to die tomorrow, God forbid, what would we all do? Would we all just hang up the would we hang it up? No. That's not the best is yet to come. This has been going on for decades, and President Trump showed it to every one of us, and now it's up to us to make our sacrifices to fix it. I 100% agree. I call on Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Ben Shapiro. I call on all of them to get as rowdy as Mark Levin, Candace Owens, Dan Bongino, which I love Dan Bongino. I get it. I do. I love him a thousand percent. But there's a reason why all of these amazing people that I love still have social media platforms 
that people like me don't have. I'm not nearly as, as, as my show isn't nearly as popular as any of theirs. But it must have been doing something right. It must have been doing something right. I'm sorry I started the show off like that tonight. But after seeing the pleas of that guy, the, 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 the requests and the cries from that guy, look what he's been through. Look what he's going through. Look what he's going through. The guy's on stage, 50-something years old, 60-something years old. Like he said, he's had guns to his head, knives, swords to his head. He's been threatened to be beheaded by the cartel in Mexico. He's been to prison. He's been through all these places. The guy just wants to be with his grandkids and run the company that he made so successful from nothing to something. And, what, and he can't do it. He can't do it. He can't do it. And all it takes is all of us to just stand up right now and say something. All of us together. What, is Dominion going to sue everybody in the world? Are they going to censor everybody in the world? Good, let them do it. And we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You don't think them sending the FBI here into many other places to intimidate people? You don't think that, that, is, that, that, that that's un-American? That that's wrong? I can't stand to see somebody else in pain. I'll take pain all day long. I'll take all your guys' pain and I'll deal with it to, by, by myself if I have to. I cannot, see, stand, I cannot stand seeing a patriotic person like that who's fought so hard in that much pain. I think we need the Lord right now more than anything. Until we can figure that out, there's nothing to fight for. Until we can get people out there fighting for the gospel, there's nothing to fight for. I'll die on this hill. I will die on this hill before I let my kids grow up in this mess. The last two days, I have spent so much time on my knees asking for God to take away pain. My pain, your pain, my daughter's pain, my son's pain, Mike Lindell's pain. Please just take away the country's pain. Restore us. Let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. August 12th. Year of our Lord, year of our beautiful, wonderful Lord, 2021. I want to shed this anger, I want to shed this pain, and I want to put all my trust and all my love in the Lord right now. So please join with me. It says this, My loving kindness is an eternal gift. So come to me when you are feeling weak. Come to me when you are feeling vulnerable. Remember that you are redeemed royalty. Purchased with my own blood. Hold still while I crown you with loving kindness and tender mercies. That comes from the New King James Version, Psalm 103, 1 through 4, which says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all your iniquities, who heals 
all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. And also from the, the New King James Version, Jeremiah 31.3, which says, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Jeremiah 31.3 in the New King James Version. And before you turn out the light tonight, folks, acknowledge your weakness and your need. I have infinite reservoirs of blessings for you. Infinite reservoirs, as deep as the well can go. As deep as that well can go. Now, I know a lot of people have been saying that Frank's speech was attacked again tonight and shut down right as we were going live. Right as we were going live. But it looks like it's back up for all of you who are doing, uh, who are doing double duty. Okay? So let's go to the Lord for the Lord's Prayer, folks. Let's really, really, really focus on that pain that we want to be taken away. Let's focus on that restoration that we want God to, to, to give to us and to show us the path for our children. <clears throat> Here we go. Please join with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Again, folks, I'm, uh, I, uh, I know you say no apologies needed, but the last thing I ever want to do is start on a show with, with any kind of, you know, anger. And it's not really anger, it's more fire. My soul is on fire. My spirit, the Holy Spirit in me right now is on fire like never before, and I gotta let it out. I gotta let it out, and I don't think that God wanted his soldiers to just sit around and do nothing. We can still fight for God at the same time, keep our morals, and be, you know, fired up about things. And I'll let you know, we're going to just, we're going to go check in on the symposium for a minute. We're going to go, because I've been keeping, I've, I've tried to do as much as I can to watch as much as I can for you guys. So we're going to go check in on the symposium. But I just want you to know that on August 31st, I will be, we, the Save America Freedom Tour, will be at the Journey Church in Merle's Inlet, South Carolina. That is Tuesday, August 31st. And then on Thursday, September 2nd, we will be at the Creekside Fellowship Church in Cartersville, Georgia. Again, Thursday, September 2nd at the Creekside Fellowship Church in Cartersville, Georgia. All right? So hopefully you guys all can make it. I really, really would love to see you there. And uh, I just want to make sure you have all those dates and locations now. Be right back with more Live from America. Let's check in on the symposium, and then we'll come back with the first and foremost section of the day. Love you guys. Thank you for allowing me to open that way. I know it's not the same, but I felt it, would, it was needed to be said right at the beginning. I love you. We'll be right back. You guys are in, in business. Are you buying hardware? And, and how long do you expect that hardware to work if you're in Three years. Three years? Okay. Massive. So we're going to spend $100 million that on, on old technology okay, that needs a lot of people to, to update it. We, we estimated out 
conservatively that we could do this whole project and then fund an election integrity center of, a center of excellence through one of Louisiana's academic institutions for less than $20 million. So clean equipment, precinct level voting, secured in a blockchain for, you know, less than $20 million, and then to develop funds to create an election integrity center of excellence. I had a conversation with Governor Abbott about an hour long. I said, Governor Abbott, I'm a small business owner. I have to have a, a food safety inspection. I have to have a fire inspection. I have to have a water quality inspection. I have to have a sewage quality inspection. I have to have a backflow preventer test on the, the, the water going to the ice machine. If you're a barber, you have to have licensed and inspected. If you're a doctor, you've got to be licensed and inspected. If you own a plumbing or an air conditioner service, you have a commercial uh, truck driver's license, you have to be licensed and inspected. Where in Texas is the inspection for our elections? It got quiet. Hmm. He said, well, what do, you, what, uh, what do you want? What do you think? We need an election integrity center of excellence. I don't really care what the Election Assistance Commission says. I don't care what HAVA says. We have to do in Texas what is needed to protect the citizens' votes of the Republic of Texas. Hey, man, we're back here with more Live from America, folks. I like to check in on this symposium as we go, keeping ourselves updated with anything that could be happening. And uh, so that's where we go on these breaks. Sometimes we go and call some senators. Sometimes we call some, re uh, some House of Representative folks. Sometimes we just go to a social media and talk to each other. But that's the great thing about this show, birthing itself from social media, because it's unlike any other show out there, and I, I owe the, all of that to you. So let's go to the first and foremost section of today, ladies and gentlemen, because we got to start with some good news, and I wanted to start with some fire, but also some good news. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Let's get ready to rumble. Ooh, I needed a smile and a laugh. Let's start with some good news. Here we go. The Texas State Senate passed their bill to order a full forensic audit of the 2020 elections. Can I get some cheers out there? So with the Senate passing this to move forward with a full forensic audit, this the implications of this are massive, but let's 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 keep going. It will inevitably go to Governor Greg Abbott's desk. Now a lot of people in Texas were afraid that Governor Greg Abbott would not fully support a full forensic audit. There's been many, many, many instances where he has said that he may not support a full forensic audit. But because he, he doesn't know, he's never really gotten behind it. But do you want me to tell you the, the, the power, ladies and gentlemen, of that symposium? Do you want me to tell you the power of people like Jovan Hutt Pulitzer, the power of people like uh, 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 Seth Ketchell, and many, many others out there that are fighting power of Mike Lindell? Because of this symposium, because of the analysis that Seth Keschel has done at the symposium and leading up to the symposium, he single-handedly, ladies and gentlemen, he single-handedly got Governor Greg Abbott on board. Please share this video, rumble it, and like it if you haven't already. Let's get as many thousands of views as we can on this show right now today. This is great news. This is great news for the Texas, uh, the people of Texas. This is just a start, ladies and gentlemen. You know that old saying, when they all, once they, one falls, they all fall. Well, that's starting to happen. Why is this big? Well, A, courage is contagious. That's simple. 
That's a no-brainer. That's by default. Other states are going to see this and go, well, you know what, wait a minute. Trump won this state. Why are they doing a forensic audit there? They're doing a forensic audit in these states because, A, we need to do a forensic audit in every state, and B, because of something that I told you a month ago right here on Live from America, because the Democrats have been, have been slowly but surely making you believe lies, cheats, and every other trick up their sleeve that they were close to, to beating, uh, winning Florida, that they were possibly close to winning in Texas. Why do they do that? They do that so they can cheat over time, cover their tracks, and ultimately cheat to take over the state. They try to redistrict as much as they can, but it's a, that, that's not what it used to be anymore. That kind of stuff isn't what it used to be anymore. So they try to do as much as they can to show you that it's close. That way, that way when they give you a poll prior to an election that says, hey, um, you know, Joe Biden is could possibly pull out Florida. He could possibly pull out Texas. It allows you to scramble. It makes you scramble. And it makes you believe that there's really a balance of blue and red in each state when that's nothing but a lie. The closer they can get to making you believe something over the over years, the easier it is to cheat and say, hey, we won. And you got to think to yourself, you drove through Pennsylvania. You drove through Texas. You drove through Florida. Heck, drove through New Hampshire. The entire campaign, I might have seen, I maybe have seen, maybe seen one-tenth of the support, probably way less than that. But maybe, let's give them the, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I may have seen one-tenth of the support for Beijing sniffer and thief Joe Biden that I did President Trump, and I traveled this country everywhere. I did rallies. I spoke places. I, I helped campaign. I, I did um, uh, performances. I rapped on every stage I could possibly rap at. And, I tell, and I'm telling you, there was no support out there for this man. But they have to show the big lie. And the only way they do that is through polls and, elec- and, and, and elections, which are all fake, which are all nothing but... You know why? Fake news. So Governor... <laughs> so Governor Greg Abbott doing this, supporting this, is going to make this go forward. And can you imagine, look at the scale that the Arizona, Mar- uh, the Maricopa County um, uh, election audit was done. Look at that scale. Imagine an entire state of Texas. Imagine the scale of that forensic audit. We're going to get to the root cause of our sickness. And the root cause of our sickness in this country is lies, deceit, big government, election theft, drug trafficking, human trafficking, child pornography, child pedophilia, Everything. Those are the root causes of the problems in this country. And who are behind those root causes? Who funds them? Who funds them? Who does marketing campaigns for them? Who does marketing campaigns to kill a baby and dismember a baby and sell its parts all the way up until the baby's alive? Who does that? I can tell you who does, does that. The godless left of this country and all the countries around the world. Read Revelations, folks. Sounds like we're close. Those are the people. So that's the, the reason why this is so big and so massive is because now that Texas is doing it, I guarantee you Ron DeSantis is going to uh, uh, support a full forensic audit in Florida to show even more of the lie. And we're going to keep doing it. I call on all red-controlled states, which there are more than blue, right now, take this evidence that you got from the symposium. Not all the misinformation stories that went out in between. The actual evidence. Take it. Because it's there for you to use as a tool to go back to your state and show what happened. And once you do that, bye-bye Dominion. Dominion's gone. And Seth Ketchell's analysis, Mike Lindell's proof, along with the actual forensic audits that are done, 
All we need to do is grab those routers and grab those passwords. Once we get those routers and passwords and administer a full forensic audit in all 50 states, you're going to see something massive. You're not only going to see President Trump won. That's, that's expected. You're going to see that we retained the House. You're going to see that we, that, we, uh, that we took the Senate. You're going to see how much fraud there is actually out there and how much support there actually is for the left-wing party of this world. They just got their dirty little scummy hands and everything. There's no real support for the left in this world. If there was, then Joe Biden would have been able to fill five little circles. But this is what we need to do in every single country, uh, every single uh, state, folks, in every single county, in every single state. And we will not stop until it is done. Mark my words, we won't stop until this is done. That's God doing great things again, ladies and gentlemen. That's God doing great things again. All right, I want to go ahead and give the Smarty Award, so let's go ahead and cue that drum roll real quick, shall we? Live from America, Smarty Award, August 12th, 2021. It's going to go to a gentleman who I did not know, but I know him now. And this is the great thing about all of us coming together, folks. There's that Smarty, right in that Smarty bucket, Bobby Pitton. Bobby Pitton, you get the Smarty Award of the day. You ask yourself, well, why does Bobby Pitton get the Smarty Award of the day? Well, the reason why Bobby Pitton gets the Smarty Award of the day is something I'm going to show you right now. Because we're not only going to give a Smarty Award away, we're also going to give a Dum Dum Award in the same exact sentence. I don't think I've ever done that award. I don't think I've ever combined two awards. So the Smarty Award goes to uh, Bobby Pitton and the Dum Dum Award goes to you ready to rhino hunt ladies and gentlemen you got your rhino gear ready because i'm going rhino hunting so let's go rhino hunting and call out rhino dan crenshaw i used to like this guy i used to like this guy a lot of people told me he was a rhino and i didn't believe it a lot of told me people told me to watch out for this guy and i didn't believe it let's go rhino hunting shall we check out this disgustingness I can't tell if these jokes are serious. Problems, but don't don't kid yourself into believing that's why we lost. It's not. It's not. You're wrong. I'll tell you openly. You're wrong. And I'm not wrong. Yes, you are. I have plenty of proof. I have proof in Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. You you did the Maricopa. Yeah. How did that turn out? And guess what? It's going to turn out, and it's going to flip. Okay. You watch. We're going to. You're going to see. It won't. It won't. And and you've got to flip all five states to make it. You know how they're stealing the elections? All right. I'm not going to argue with this. I'm not going to argue with this. It's just something, look, I'll, I'll say it openly. This is something you got to accept. Is there are a lot of voters. He is yeah, right. Probably is. And not that Trump won? No, absolutely not. You'll yeah, see. Absolutely not. Five different states? Yes. Hundreds of thousands of votes? Yes. You're kidding yourself. Next question. Let me, let me get, let me get Bobby Pitton, good for you, man. Good for you, Bobby Pitton. Good for you standing up. Number one, Dan Crenshaw. Number one, completely wrong. Five states? No. Dumb, dumb. We only need three states. Only need three. Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona. Those three right there, sir. Three percenter. That's what we need. We don't need five. What are you even talking about? You see how he sat up there all smug saying there was no election fraud. That's not why we lost. That's not why we lost. I guarantee you that's not why we lost. There was no election fraud. Even if you do flip Arizona, you still need five states. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're fired. You're fired. Bye-bye, Dan Crenshaw. 
you no longer have any of my support. I don't care if you're a veteran or not. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you for helping protect this country. But what you just did, you sold everybody out. You sold everybody out. Big shout out to Bobby Pitton. I want to get Bobby Pitton on the show. I want to get Bobby Pitton on the show. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. Folks, fill your coffees. Get ready. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to social media and I'm going to talk to my family members about Dan Crenshaw because there's a lot going on in the comment sections. Be right back with more explosive stuff on Live from America right after this. Maggie Berry says, sick of these rhinos. So am I. So am I. Angel Eyes says, I know, right? He looks like a pirate. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. We don't have to <laughs> I got you. I got you. Cheryl says she pegged him a long time ago. Uh, Wendy Wilson says he is a traitor to our country. Becky 80 says turncoat. My, uh, Michelle Groff says, wow, Crenshaw? Unbelievable. That's why we have to go rhino hunting, folks. That is why we have to go rhino hunting. We have to make sure that we find out all these people now. We need to find out all these people right now. Um, Russ Brizendine says he's arrogant. Christine Johnson says, wow, Crenshaw is totally blind now. Nice pun, but I get it. You're 100% correct. Blind as a bat. Stacy says he had me fooled. Bye-bye, Dan. Hey, what are you going to do, folks? You know what? If Trump said some stuff that was, you know, that was on the level of this, I'd say bye-bye, Trump, too. The red, white, and blue means a lot more than one person. And when we find out these people like this, when we go rhino hunting and we find out who these people are, they got to go, folks. They got to go. Thank you guys for, for chiming in on the, uh, on the chat. I love it. I love talking to you folks. God bless you. Thank you. Carla Reynolds says, so many are fooling us. You're 100% right. So many. But we're rhino hunting now. We're getting them all out. Making America great again. All right, folks, back with more Live from America right now. We are going to get right back into it. We're going to stay with the state of Texas because um, the state of Texas is it seems to be hot right now, okay? So let's stay with the state of Texas. Sam Keschel says, I mean, we're, we're talking about Sam Keschel being the one who really talked Governor Greg Abbott with his, with his analysis, with his demonstration. He's the one who really pushed Governor Greg Abbott over the... Uh, over the, over the edge of saying, okay, I'm fully going to support this forensic audit if it passes the House and the Senate. And it's going to. Sam Keschel also says that the Republicans were shorted by five senators in the U.S. elections. He says that they stole five seats, including both of them right there in Georgia. And Loeffler and Purdue let it happen. He says they knew a lot of this stuff beforehand and they sat around and they let it happen. And I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree with him. Where's the fight? Where's the grit in the Republican Party that we all want in our party? That's why we got to get them out and get people like MG, MTG and the rest of them in there. Lauren Boebert, J uh, J uh, Jim Jones, those are the kind of honey badgers that we want in there. He says five seats were stolen. And he says that his analysis will prove that once you do a full forensic audit in each one of these states. He says you do a full Arizona-style audit in each one of these states, and you will see that my analysis will match up perfectly with, your, with that per forensic audit, or very, very close. He says not only... Did they steal the five Senate seats? He says they also stole House seats and that we retained the House, we retained the Senate, and we retained the White House. Now, folks, this is not going to be a flip of light switch and we're all going to get our wish tomorrow. No, 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 no. That's why I asked you in the beginning of the show, are you tired? Are you tired? 
Because if you are, find that strength. Look to God and grab more now because you don't have the, you can't, we are not afforded the luxury to be tired right now, folks. We just aren't. God has chosen us to save the country for our children, and we got we to gotta keep going. Because when this all comes out, it's going to be the biggest thing in history. And when history looks back on us, you'll be known for a freedom fighter. Your children and your grandchildren will know that you fought for this country when everybody else called you crazy. That's what we're working on right now. Seth has the real receipts, and that's what he says. Share the video if you believe I'm right. Go put it in a, in a, in a Facebook group chat real quick. Who cares? Stand up. Put it on your page and say the election was stolen! Exclamation point. Who cares? Great state of Texas. Great men in Seth Cashel. I'm telling you that. All right, folks. Here's a very, very, very disturbing story. Here's a very, very disturbing story. You ready? A young man is on probation. Okay? He's out there trying to do everything he can to live a, a right life. He's not gotten any probation violations. He's getting out of jail. He wants a, a normal life. That's all he wants. So he went, in for his, uh, he went in for a probation meeting, and when he went in for the probation meeting, this was like right after he got released, they set up another hearing for, uh, another meeting for him to come in to see how he was doing. He went back in, he's doing great, no marks, no checks, nothing like that. But something was really funny, he got a new set of paperwork, and in this paperwork, it said, you must get the coronavirus vaccine, or it's a violation of your probation. He's like, what? Never heard of something like that. His lawyer said he's never heard of anything like that before in his life. You want to know why? Because it's not legal to do. But this judge is threatening to send this young man back to prison, violate his probation, if he does not take the vaccine. Folks, this is so sickening and so disgusting. Let me play the video for you. I told him I ain't planning on getting the vaccine. And next thing you know, he told me, like, it was going to be court ordered for me to get one. Well, the list continues to grow for companies requiring coronavirus vaccine, hospital workers, some airlines, but now a local judge. Common Pleas Court Judge Christopher Wagner told one man Wednesday that he has two months to get the coronavirus vaccine or he'll be in violation of his probation. Fox 19's Joanna Boris spoke to the man. So what does he say? Does he gonna, is he going to get it? Brandon Rutherford tells me he thinks this is bogus. He says when he was in court on Wednesday, the judge asked him if he had gotten the coronavirus vaccine. And he said no. He says when he got to the probation office, it was listed on his form as a requirement. I ain't getting it, no. I just... Good for you, young man. Good for you. In my my opinion. Brendan Rutherford says he stood before Hamilton County Common Pleas Judge Christopher Wagner Wednesday afternoon for sentencing on drug-related charges when the judge threw him a curveball. He wanted to know, was I vaccine? I told him no. And um, I told him I ain't planning on getting the vaccine. And next thing you know, he told me, like, it was going to be court ordered for me to get one. Rutherford says when he got to the probation office, the order was printed on his form, saying he has two months to get the shot. I want to know for what. Like, why did you want to make me get it? For? What What is you trying to make me get it for? Why ain't it my choice? For saying two months on the paper. But regardless, I... I, I don't plan on getting this. His attorney says this is the first time he's seen something like this as a probation requirement. You have a good intention. You cannot use the, the rule of law to order an individual to do something that is against their personal, philosophical, or maybe even religious reasons. 
and my client says he does not wish to be vaccinated. I stopped by Judge Christopher Wagner's office, but he wasn't there. He released the following statement to me, which reads in part. The defendant was in possession of fentanyl, which is deadlier than the vaccine and COVID-19. The defendant expressed no objection during the proceedings and stated no medical concerns, and his attorney did not object. We will have to see what happens now that the defendant is expressing opposition. The judge goes on to say they might hold a hearing to see if Rutherford has good reason to not want the vaccine. I asked Lewis if legally a judge can order someone to get one. It's uh, unprecedented and it's the first time I've ever heard it. So legally, no, it's going to be dropped or it's going to be a boatload of litigation to say that you are violating this young man's rights. Judge Wagner says judges make decisions regularly regarding a defendant's physical and mental health and they order treatment. When I showed Lewis the judge's statement... Yeah, here's the thing, folks. They order that stuff when that's what they're in court for. There's judges to order stuff for that. When you have some kind of a trial or some kind of a uh, um, uh, evidence of showing that a person is mentally ill or something like that, that has nothing to do with any of this. This is a probation hearing, period. That's all it is. It's a probation hearing. Good for that young man standing up for his rights, knowing what his rights are. Leave the man alone. He just got, he's on probation. He's trying to do the right thing. Stop attacking black men. How about that, Democrats? How about that, Democrat judge? How about stop attacking black, stop attacking black men just because of the color of their skin, you racist scumbags? How about that? That's what I say. That's what, that's what should happen. I want to check out what's going on in the symposium because I, I've, not, I, I've lit literally listened to almost every bit of this since it's been happening, and I want to make sure we stay up on it. So we're going to come back. i got a lot more to go through. Let's shoot over there right now because it looks like there's something interesting happening, and we'll be right back with more Live from America right after this, folks. Can't be changed. That's really a really important thing. Uh, for you to take home. And if your legislator is not here, when you get back to your counties, you need to contact your legislator. You need to count, contact your county clerks and you need to say, has our machine been updated since the November election? And if they say no, get her done. If it has, probably not going to be much use anymore. It's probably been erased. By the way, Dr. Frank, we have an early uh, suggested Christmas present for all of our clerks in the area. And uh, because <laughs> of all the quote-unquote um, maintenance activities that are going on on these electronic voting machines, yes. we're thinking that one of the key maintenance activities is actually using a device that Mark's going to present here. So this right here is a duplicator, and it is set up to be able to forensically duplicate uh, any data on a computer and or other type of device into a format that is safe and unchangeable. How many machines could be saved on it? Well, this machine here... By the way, we don't make these. This is not, a, we don't make this this. Is not yeah. an ad. It's just uh, one of the companies that makes these. Uh, this will do, I believe, up to eight devices at a time. It's a high-speed duplicator. And I use it to do forensic images of systems uh, for disaster recovery purposes as well. So what I thought would be a really good idea uh, if we're going to continue using electronic voting systems for even a little bit longer, or any type of computers, would be a good idea to back the entire system up forensically prior to each election and then back it up just after the election as well in order to guarantee the maintenance of 
the records for the 22 months or however long that particular jurisdiction requires it. That'd be very, very simple to do and probably very responsible of election. I, I think. All right, back with more Live from America, folks. And what I like about those guys that are at the symposium t uh, that have been there the last few days is they did a mock election today, okay? They did a mock, well, they've done a mock election over the last 72 hours. <clears throat> but they set the whole thing up and they showed you from scanner to switching the votes, how it's done. They set up exactly how most counties are set up to do election using equipment that most counties are using. And they showed you exactly how fast the votes could be switched. And they showed you exactly how fast they could hack the machines. It took them 10 minutes. It took the hackers 10 minutes with a cell phone to hack these machines. Once they're hacked, you can go in with simple software and change votes anytime you want. They hacked the machine in 10 minutes. And while they were watching this real time, the people that were administering everything, they were watching it real time, they were able to track down who hacked it, why they hacked it, what they did when they hacked in, where they hacked it from, when they hacked it, and exactly what equipment they used to hack it. They showed you in real time how it was done. And it all took less than 10 minutes. It all took less than 10 minutes. Now, here's something that I personally want to talk about, okay? when Before I did this for a living, before you guys became my boss started donating to the show and supported the show financially and, and spiritually and everything else, I worked for an IT company. I worked for an IT company, specifically IT and document solutions. What, are, what is that? IT solutions would, uh, would, would, would analyze your, your system, tell you exactly what you need to stay safe, put safeguards in place, give you the right kind of security, the right kind of... Uh, um, uh, VPN, and all that kind of stuff to be as, as secure as you, you, you can be. And backup systems constantly. You can back up every minute. You can back up every hour. You can back up every 24 hours. You can back up every month, so on and so forth. Document solutions is like your copiers, your printers, your faxer, your fax machines, <clears throat> things like that, your wide format printers. But how they work hand in hand when it comes to security is this. Copiers and printers, folks, are computers these days. Pretty much anything, even you could you can even install light switches that are basically computers these days. But copiers and printers, let me break this down for you, okay? When we, when we sold security for copiers and printers, I had all the data to back up exactly why we needed to make sure that these copiers and, and printers were so secure. It wasn't just, oh, we need a copier, let's print. No, 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 it doesn't work like that anymore. Because copiers and printers were the number one source of hacking into people's servers on the planet. On the planet. Now, the company that I worked for could proudly say that none of their machines were ever hacked. However, every other copier machine in the world, Xerox, uh, Rico, Savin, um, the list goes on and on, Sharp, I, I, could, I could list them for days. All of them had been hacked, and most generally they were hacked in hospital and financial institutions. Why? Because you can hold ransom people's medical records. You can hold ransom people's actual digital currency. That is why these were the most hacked industries in the world. And the way that they were getting into these people's servers was through their copier machines and through their printer machines. So if you have a business and you have a copier and a printer and it's on the server, 
meaning it is wirelessly or 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 uh, connected through um, a uh, an Ethernet cable. If it's connected to your server in any way, anybody can use a cell phone, hack into your copier, and get onto your server. Once they're on your server, they can find everything that's on that server. Computers, other printers, other copiers, anything that's stored on there, hard drive information, anything. Anything that is on your server, they could get through, through the copier, and with a cell phone. And they were, it was the number one hacked piece of machinery in business today and healthcare and financial institutions were the number one number one and number two hacked businesses industries that is how easy it is to get in folks and they're using just most counties are just not secure i'm going to tell you right now a majority of the people that we uh serviced that were not secure or under secure or very subpar was local governments Local counties and local cities, they were the people that were most unsecure. And those are the people administering, administering your votes, your elections. And I can guarantee you that it, but in, in a combination between Dominion making it available to hack, and whoever hacked, whether it be China or whatever, it was as easy as they showed us with the cell phone today. I could go on for days about this stuff. I did it for a living. And it makes perfect sense to me. When I saw this mock election brought up, I, all of it made perfect sense to me. So it was really interesting. And that is the kind of stuff that each one of these, that all 50 states that are represented, all of those legislature, uh, legislators that are there, they need to take this back. They need to take these tools. They need to take these arrows back. And they need to fire them. They need to fire them in every state. And I don't mean... You're fired. I mean fire them. Okay? Now let's get to another big story. Ready for this? Joe Biden, Beijing Biden, the sniffer in thief, ladies and gentlemen, has sanctioned, has put massive sanctions along with the UK on Belarus. Now why would the Biden administration put sanctions on Belarus? Well, the reason they put, the number one reason they put sanctions on them along with the UK as well was because they say that Belarus, the leader there, the dictator there, which he is, stole the elections, which I'm sure he did. But it's funny when they listed out the ways he stole the election and what Biden said about it, how deplorable and disgusting it was. You want to know which ways they did it? And the ways that Biden actually mentioned that they did it out of his stumbling, bumbling mouth? Let me go ahead and just read that for you. Huh? They said, imposing in, um, sanctions for stealing their election because of silencing their opposition. Hmm... Wonder where I've heard that before. Voter intimidation. Hmm. Wonder where I've heard that before. Locking up political prisoners and denying them human rights and standards. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? And finally, censoring the media. Hmm. Wonder where I've heard that before. Matter of fact, I got an actual quote here. I got an actual quote here from Beijing Biden himself. See if I can pull this up. All right, here we go. The actual quote from, Be from Beijing Biden is, It is the responsibility of all those who care about human rights, free and fair elections, and freedom of expression. Whoa, whoa, what, what, what? Freedom of expression? You're saying that it's a human right to have freedom of expression in a country where you just did all of those things that you're calling that you're saying these people are guilty of? 
And you're saying that we should have rights to, to, to express ourselves, huh? Blah, blah, blah. He says, in freedom of expression, to stand against... Hold on. To stand against this oppression, the United States will continue to stand up for human rights and free expression. <laughs> ah, the United States will continue to stand up for human rights and free expression while holding Lakashenko accountable in concert with our allies and our partners. Wow! Holy moly macaroni. Did that just come out of the sniffer and thief Beijing Biden's own mouth? Again, how many times have I told you what the left does? They're guilty of something. They point the finger at somebody else. And do you want to know that thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands every day of people are protesting in the streets that caused these sanctions to happen? Maybe I think it's time for the United States to start doing that as well. Who knows, right? I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm at a loss for words right now why the United States isn't, hasn't risen up already. And I don't mean that in a bad way, FBI. Calm down. Don't, don't start chomping at the bits. <laughs> I know how to walk that line. Now, come on now. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Now I got a very, um, a very uh, not so good story for you, and I don't know really how to take this, but it's, if we're rhino hunting, this is what I've been doing. I've been rhino hunting. I've been locked and loaded. Rhino hunting for the last week, hardcore. I have been searching. I've been researching. I've been calling. I've been trying to find out what exactly these rhinos are doing who we don't know about, because Dan Crenshaw even surprised the heck out of me, Okay. He surprised me. I thought the guy was cool. Apparently he's not. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody that we've been praising a lot lately, Rand Paul, he needs a microscope put on him right now, as a matter of fact. Okay? Because Rand Paul just admitted, conveniently, after 17 months of not saying a word, after 17 months of not saying a word, Rand Paul admits... <laughs> Uh, admits that his wife actually owns stock in a company that does treatment for COVID-19. And when did she buy stock in this company? Before you were even made to put on a mask, ladies and gentlemen. And this is why we got to talk about this stuff. And, I, and you know what? I've been, I've been saying Rand Paul's been doing great lately. He's been killing it. And I'm not saying anything otherwise. What I'm saying is we need to look into this. Because if we're going to dig and we're going to be, we're going to equate ourselves to journalists or whatever else, then we need to look into this. Rand Paul revealed yesterday that his wife bought stock in um, uh, Jaleed Sciences, which makes an antiviral drug used to treat COVID-19. When did this happen, folks? On February 26, 2020, before the threat of the coronavirus was fully understood by the public and before it was classified as a pandemic by the World Health Organization. Do you want to know what drug this is? Remdesivir. What President Trump took at the Walter Reed Hospital. Remdesivir. Before anybody knew that remdesivir or hydroxychloroquine was something that could actually do some wonders. I mean, I guess we talked about hydroxychloroquine, right? And we talked about remdesivir. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's nothing. I don't know. All I know is that it sounds fishy to me. 
It sounds like Nancy Pelosi and her husband buying stock in electric car companies right around the time that states are pushing they want to go fully electric by 2036 or whatever. That's the kind of stuff that feels fishy to me. And do you know what Rand Paul said when he was asked about it? He just became aware. He just became aware. Again, this isn't me attacking Rand Paul. This is me holding people accountable in case they did something wrong. Let's open it up. Let's look at it. Let's research it more. I don't think Rand Paul is a rhino. I think he's a good guy. He's out there fighting the good cause. But don't you think it's a little weird that he doesn't know that his wife invests and buys stock in a company that makes remdesivir before the coronavirus was labeled a pandemic by the WHO? Those are the kind of things I'm talking about. If we, if we can't trust any of these guys around us, then we got to make sure that when there's a red flag pops up, we look at it right away. We look at it right away, we judge it in the, content, in the context that it's in, and we either let it go or we attack like honey badgers. That's what we do. We look into things. So I'm not going to say Rand Paul is bad or Rand Paul is good. What I'm going to say is it needs to be looked into. It's just, I've seen enough of this, folks. I've seen enough of this over time to say, you know what, mm, mm, I don't know if I like that. So we'll see. It's just something that I think all of you should know, and it's my job to report it to you. Okay? All right. Let's uh, show RAV, Real America's Voice, some love because they're going to be adding the show to their network next week. That's why we've been gearing up to that. Let's show Real America's Voice some love for having so much faith in me having so much faith in all of you and really understanding what we're doing here, what we're trying to accomplish, and what we can do together. And then we'll come back, and i got a couple great things to show you before we close out the show. Be right back, folks. Ah, come on. Here we go. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice in the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street, is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice in the war room. Check it out. Real America's voice in the war room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. All right, thank you so very much, Real America's Voice News, for having faith in us. And they're such a godly company anyway. The owner is such a godly man. It's great. Getting back to Rand Paul again, folks, the reason why I'm not saying he's bad is because somebody made a good point in the chat during the break. I have investments, and I don't even know what I own because other people handle stuff for me. That could be. That could be. 100%. I don't think Rand Paul is a dishonest man. I don't think he's a rhino. But we're going to look into things. And somebody asked where I got that information from or who reported on it. Um, it was uh, the Seattle Times was the first people that I found put out the story about it. And it was a story done by As Isaac Stanley Becker. But if you do, if you do a, a search for it, you'll find out that so many people, even Fox News, reported on it. Um, and, he was, and he gave a statement about it. 
Now his statement seems to be sincere, but again, it just you, you got in this weird world you got you got to look at everything. You really do. You really do. Okay, I want to show you a quick break, and this is from Richard Citizen Journalist. Now, if you don't know who Richard Citizen Journalist is, he's a guy that I've been following for quite a while right now. He's always down in D.C. He's always pointing out what some you know weird anomalies that are going around around the nation's capital. Well, here's another video that I found from uh, from the Richard Citizen Journalist on Telegram where he goes and visits this hospital. And the reason that he goes and visits this hospital is because they're trying to get you to believe, once again, that the hospitals are being overrun, that there's no room in the hospitals for anybody. we got to stop it now. Everybody needs to be vaccinated. Delta variant, Delta variant, Delta variant, right? But i got some news for you. I don't fear the Delta variant because I already live with Alpha and Omega. How about that one, ladies and gentlemen? All right, check this video out. So that was in Austin, Texas, where he said the level is at level five, level five for hospitalizations, but yet there's nobody in the hospital. There's nobody in the hospital. Again, what are we going to do? See a bunch of see a bunch of TikTok videos of nurses doing chore choreographed dances again, like we were forced to watch all last year while hospitals were overrun. Again, I want to go back to the to the Rand Paul thing. I do not believe, for the record, that Rand Paul is a rhino. I don't believe he did anything nefarious. <clears throat> I just want to make sure that when we're dealing, when we're putting our faith into people, because Rand Paul went up against Tony the Rat Face Fauci like a boss. When we're putting our faith in these people, we don't. We want to make sure it's not misdirected. So we're just going to keep looking at it. That's all. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you one more video, and this is if you live in if you live in Baltimore, you know this guy, Mayor Brandon Scott. Boy, is this guy a massive dum dum. Let's just play the music, shall we? I don't got another dum dum to throw, but let's just play the music because this guy is about as dumb as it gets. Here is, where is that? Where are you? Nope, you're not there. We're going to find this. I have a video pulled up of this guy. Okay, here we go. This is Mayor Brandon Scott telling you to shut up if you don't wear masks or if you decided not to get vaccinated. You should just shut up because everything that's happening is your own fault. Yep, here we go. Shoot over to Maryland real quick and watch this ridiculous statement. A lot to say about those people who are refusing to get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, shut up. Don't complain. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott sounded off on those upset over his new indoor mask mandate. For anyone that's frustrated about wearing a mask and you're not vaccinated, then look in the mirror. It's your fault that we're going back to, to going back to having an indoor mask mandate. New COVID infections in Baltimore City are up a staggering 749% in just one month. Folks need to wear a mask to protect themselves, to protect the people around them, to make sure, even if you're vaccinated, that you're not transmitting this deadly virus to anyone else. Okay, I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want to ask. How did masks work out for us the last 18 months? How'd that work? Because I want to tell you something. When they started imposing mask mandates everywhere, when we all started having to mask up, do you want to know what happened? 
We were at around 200,000 deaths then, when every state and every city started masking up. We were around 200,000 deaths. Ended up at, what, 600 and something thousand? Now, I don't even believe we were at 100,000, to be honest with you, but let's just say it is. Let's just go with the narrative. That means 400 and something thousand deaths. Twice the amount that was before the mask wearing happened after the mask wearing. Oh, and let's not forget, dum-dum Brandon Scott. Let's not... What does it say? Warning. Does not protect against the coronavirus. So all of that is just nonsense. Blah, blah, blah. 200,000 deaths, roughly, when we started masking up everywhere. Over Almost 700,000 deaths since. How'd that work out for you? Stop blaming this on people and start treating people. If people are really sick, tend to them and stop pointing fingers and blaming it on people. You say we're in this together, then let's truly be in it together. Stop pointing fingers and making it political. Fix people. Help people. Get them back out on, their, in, on the road in their lives. Stop fighting over it like, like morons, like high school children in, 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 in D.C. and everywhere else. You really care about everybody? You really want to fix everybody? You really want to come together? Then stop pointing the fingers and start curing people. Whack job. Man, some of these people just really irk me. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for tonight's Live from America. I want to thank you all for being here. I want to thank you all for watching today's both shows, both explosive shows. If you haven't done so yet, pat, uh, share the video around or just share it again. I'll see you tomorrow. One show only tomorrow. I'm leaving for my weekend for my birthday. I want to thank everybody who sent birthday cards. I want to thank Deb Yoakum. Thank you so very much. All the wonderful birthday cards I've received from the young patriots out there of the world. God bless you and thank you. It's been truly an honor to be able to do this show for you guys. And I can't wait to see where it goes next. So remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you all, I love you, and I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m.